Hello and welcome to the Mitre 10 Cup preview brought to you by Driving Mall. I'm Paul the Way behind Driving Mall tonight. We will be taking you through each of the teams. We'll let you know what we expect of them this season. We'll hit. The, we'll go through the key players uh, and uh, those kind of things. Um, also, we'll have a quick chat about um, a couple of pieces of uh, news that, it, that um, is going on. And finally, we'll run through the round one games and give you an idea as to how we think those are all going to pan out. Um, and when I say we, that's because I have the wonderful Stephen Harris joining me. How are you doing, sir? Well, oh, good evening, Paul. And well, well once again, a uh, privilege and a pleasure to be on the uh, TDM. Yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, It actually feels like we've had a late winter winter sort of come to us, especially here in, in Auckland. But uh, I'll tell you what, it probably can't be any worse than what it is down in Southland at the moment. In Vicargill, on my uh, Twitter account, I flicked out a, a picture of... Uh, what Rugby Park in Vicargo looks like currently, and it's uh, shrouded with snow. So it's going to be an interesting welcome for the uh, visitors all the way from the far north. So we're, it's where the uh, the furthest union on the North Island takes on the, the furthest union in the lower part of the uh, South Island port. So interesting uh, matchup first, first round. It is. That's that's the opening game of the, the whole competition. And uh, on that note, look, I've got, I've got my Waikato colours um <laughs> A little uh, cosy for my beer, and I think we should crack open a beer to say, um, "Yay! Here we go! The uh, Mind Ten Cup is kicking off." So, running through, we're going to go through the um, uh, the championship teams first. Kicking off first with um, Bay of Plenty. Sorry, my beer's bubbling over, making a mess on the carpet. Oops, a daisy. Um, so yes, starting off with Bay of Plenty. Um, one of their key games of the season is obviously Battle of the Bays against Hawks Bay. That happens in round eight, um, so uh, I'll be I'm planning to be there for that game. So um, do follow me on Twitter at Driving Wall. I'm going to be going to around about twenty odd games this season, um, doing live videos from the games. At, uh, so so do um, do follow me on there. But um, Bay are plenty a really tough season last season for them. Injuries really did curtail. Um, uh, their, their season and they ended up sort of uh, mid-table in the championship um, and, and that's, gonna be, that's one of the key things of Minus 10 Cup Rugby isn't it that these are pretty thin squads yeah very much so listen they were plenty last year for I recall started really well and then they sort of got into it they were looking pretty good after probably the first uh, uh, three or four rounds and we thought yeah they'll be there or thereabouts but they uh they sort of fell over in, in the middle of the season and probably just left themselves a little bit too much to to do. You know, even right at, right at the end, um, I think they, in their very last game of the season, they they beat Northland in their last uh, round robin game. Although it was the the Northlanders who actually went through to the uh, the semifinals as uh, I think it was fourth fourth, fourth qualifier, yeah, fourth place qualifier. And if uh, Bay of Plenty sort of looked back. Gee, it was only probably only uh, it might have been a point being the difference. Um, I think Northland might have scored a uh, bonus point uh, try in that uh, round robin game, which pretty much secured their place in the uh, semi-finals. Yeah, I mean they've had they 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 lost three um, the first, second, and third choice fly halves at one point during the season, which yeah, these squads just really cannot cope with. I mean, Super Rugby squads would struggle with that, but these squads. Yeah, they, they they really are down to down to the bare bones when that kind of thing happens. Um, 
So yeah, I've got to say that that is a, um, sorry, I was going to bring up my, the window to show if any uh, comments. Um, hi, Austin, good to uh, see you joining us. Give give Auckland the trophy now, maybe not. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but I had a chat with their coach this weekend after the uh, game with three halves, uh, and he was saying that they're in a much better place now. Uh, they've got a couple of injuries, but uh, I think every team is going to be in that situation. So they're not going to put their, their first choice team out. Uh, but I mean, a couple of key players I saw running around were I mean, Michael Karpik uh, and uh, Chase Tiatia, two guys who had good Super Rugby seasons. Uh, they're they're going to need some uh, to 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 get some uh, output from those two, aren't they? Oh, very much so. You know, you, you kind of rely on your uh, <clears throat> you rely on your, uh, your your key guys. I was going to say, interesting addition to that uh, uh, the Steamers coaching team this year. Now Clayton McMillan, I gather he's still the the head coach, but I, I believe uh, Mike Delaney has also joined the team as well, Paul. Yeah, he's not actually available as a player this time round. Um, so, uh, uh, but some, for, um, for those that, uh, that think you might have heard of Clayton's um, name before, that's because he is also the uh, Maori All Blacks um, head coach uh, as well. So that's where he's been. But yep, you're right. Mike Rogers, um, Matty Book, and uh, Mike Delaney are the assistant coaches there. Um, but uh, yeah, this is Mike Delaney's first season in coaching, I think. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, see to see how they go. I think they're one of the challengers and perhaps a dark horse for um, promotion out of the championship um, this season. A couple of players, yeah. a couple of other, a couple of their club players or, or non Super Rugby players you probably might not have heard of, um, but Abraham Papilihi, who's a, a leaguey convert, um, he looked pretty good um, at number eight. Uh, and he combined really well with Dan Hollinshead, who was the uh, left winger. They got a lot of um, joy down the left wing uh, when they were playing against Wellington. So, um, yeah, I, I expect that those two uh, as two good two of the uh, players you probably haven't heard of um, that, that are going to go pretty well this season. Yeah, listen, Papa Lee's quite an, an interesting prospect. He's quite a big lad at mm. a meter a meter ninety five. So, very rangy sort of footballer. I, I believe he's also got a um, uh, an American gridiron of American gridiron background as well. So he's obviously spent a, a little bit of time there. And he's he's obviously some sort of some sort of athlete. Just on this Bayley Steamer squad, a couple of interesting pickups uh, uh, to me uh, is former North Harbour um, f- former North Harbour Lucy prop Chris Eves has basically headed down to the Bayley, and I also see they've picked up uh, former. Auckland Sevens player and Auckland's winger or squad man from, from 2018, Joe Revovo. So that's a couple of interesting pickups, isn't it? It is. Neither of those were on the team list from the um, from the weekend. So I'm a bit surprised that, that you've uh, of, of those. We've got, got the my uh, team list that they had out for the uh, um, for their last game uh, for, for, for their warm up against um, Wellington and um, uh, oh. Counties, um, yeah, two names that weren't on their on their team list, and that. So I don't know if those are two of their injured players, maybe. Mm-hmm. And, and and you know a little bit of experience there. Juan Martinez has been around with. Uh, I think he's been down at Otago, Wellington. Bit of a, a travelling sort of wheelbury. A, a little bit of history about the Juan Martinez. He was originally in the uh, rock band uh, uh, Six Sixty uh, back back in the days, but decided to uh, throw in his lot and, and play rugby. I um another another player also out of um, originally from Auckland, I see Kurt Eklund is down there. Fire University hooker, firebrand, 
uh, sort of footballer. Um, yeah, he's 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 actually quite tidy. I'm I'm really surprised he's he's headed down there, but obviously couldn't get an opportunity up here in uh, in Auckland. But also, I sort of look. There's a bit of Super Rugby experience with Chase Tiatia. We've also got Aiden Ross. You know, so there are guys. Richard Judd also with Super Rugby experience. Uh, they're probably depending if Nathan Harris um, gets picked for that All Black team, which I, I probably think he's probably on the outer at this stage. So they'll. They will definitely have a little bit of experience, Paul. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be missing too many players to the All Blacks. You say Nathan Harris looks to be um, in sort of fourth, fifth choice now. So I think they're going to be pretty good um, from, from from that point of view. Uh, they open up, uh, which we'll go, we'll go for the first the first round games uh, at the end. But so, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm backing Bear plenty to be in that top four and in the playoffs from the championship, I think. The people they play, the, the Battle of the Bays against Hawks Bay, um, they uh, they're currently the holders. They won it last year, twenty nine twenty eight. So they're the bay. Um, that's uh, and uh, there's a team that I think could struggle this year a little bit because obviously missing Brad Rubber, who's a, been a key player for them over the last uh, over the last few years. Mm. Yeah, oh, very very much key to that um, that Hawks Bay side. But they will have the very promising. If we're talking Hawks Bay, there they will have the very promising follow Fakatava. Mm. Who's um, from what I believe destined for big things? We saw maybe a couple of bite-sized uh, samples last year when he fronted up for the Highlanders, and uh, yeah, he, he looks promising. So um, I don't know; they, they may not lose a, lose a heck of a lot there. Remember the uh, the boy uh, McClutchy, who plays first five. Just can't think of his, uh, his his first name. He could also slot into that uh, uh, halfback position if required. Yeah, and as the, the sort of the key names that jumped out at me for these guys were players like Michael Allardyce, Gareth Evans, who um, so more in the forwards there. But they've got a couple of players with Super Rugby experience. Um, I think Allardyce might have been co-captain last year, from memory. Um, so I think yeah, those two. I think that's uh, that's going to be one of their key strengths um, in, in this uh, in, in this coming season. But the yeah, I. I Good point around the fact they got back up, but I think that the the loss of experience under Brad Webber is 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 massive for me. Mm. Um, so I think we might see Hawks Bay not being quite the the, the side they have been the last um, couple of years, and they pushed um, Waikato for the Ranfurly Shield that uh, didn't didn't do quite well enough to, to win it last year. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I think they're going to struggle a little bit there. Yeah, but what what I do though like about this, this Hawks Bay squad is. I actually do like their pack. They've got a lot of experience. Allardyce there, uh, Jeff Cridge, who's a, who's a huge lock. He's suffered a wee bit through a, a, a lot of injuries um, during his time uh, during his time with the uh, with the Hawks Bay. And I think they've got a really good pickup in Isaiah Walker, Leah Wede. So they've definitely got strength in their their middle row. It'll be a, a real test uh, for their for their front row. A couple of uh, young guys. Young guys there in the uh, in the front row, a couple of boys that played for the um, uh, beg your pardon for the New Zealand twenties uh, uh, a couple of seasons ago, and Tim Farrell and, and Paddy Archer-Stains, who I know very well. Um, it'll be great to great to see how these young guys guys go, and also they still can rely on the uh, the very well performed uh, Ben May as well. So another little interesting pickup uh, for Hawks Bay is uh, former Northland tight head prop number Tahiwa who last represented represented Northland back in uh, 2017. But uh, 
at, at the stage, basically, we all thought his career was over with a with a serious back injury. But um, uh, it's it's actually great to see him back at this uh, level of rugby from a Tanipa point of view. Not not so happy seeing him in a uh, in a black and white jersey of the, of the Hawks of the of the Hawks Bay Magpies. But listen, it's great to see the guy back back on a, a footy field. And if you look at their loose forwards, I, I actually quite like the look of their loose forwards. If you look at, um, you'll probably have Gareth Evans, uh, very experienced at number eight. And then, of course, uh, the returning Brendan O'Connor, who basically, now where was Brendan? Was he at Leicester or Bath? Uh, Leicester Tigers, from memory. Yep. He, was, he, he was with Leicester Tigers. So he's he's come back. So that's a, that's a lot of experience. And uh, then you also uh, chuck in uh, Marino Michaeli too, who at times looked devastating last year. And it's just a shame we didn't see a lot more of, of him in, in Super Rugby. Obviously, he was contracted to, to the Highlanders. And um, on the occasions I saw him last year, he looked really good. And then you throw in a whole lot of young guys like Devin, Devin Flanders, you know, kids kids like that out of uh, out of uh, Hastings Hastings Boys High. And uh, and the pack, they're not too bad in the pack, but a lot of a lot of young guys, Paul. You've also I shouldn't forget they have got the very experienced ex Ash Dixon. I'm not too sure he might be leading the Hawks Bay this year. Yeah, it wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised me if if, uh, if 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 he does. The yes, I mean, it looks like they're going to have a pretty good pack. Um, definitely, and that's that's going to be their strength this season. Uh, is Hawks Bay, and if people, if sides can match up with them up there, then then that, that that's what they're going to have to do because it's going to be yeah, it's going to, they, they're they're going to put together as. Um, Rob in the chat says they're going to put together a, a decent squad, um, definitely uh, for, for, for those ones. I mean, those two I haven't actually seen their their full squad um, coming into this. Some of the sides are a bit late announcing their squad, um, which is uh, but some. So Hawks Bay there or thereabouts, um, I think, and uh, with um, which uh, which is going to be making it a bit hard for uh, sides like Manawatu. I mean, Manawatu. Last year really did underperform. Um, they they got a, a an early win over um, over Waikato, but only ended up with two wins all season, um, which is when you think of a side that's got players like um, I mean we saw Liam Mitchell playing for the Hurricanes and Nick Croswell um, has got uh, um, kind of uh, has got Super Rugby experience. Jamie Booth obviously with the um, some Wolves, you've got Terry Black in there, um, Lau Mappi, if he comes back from the All Blacks. Um, they had Rob Thompson in there, Name on the Scudder if he's fit. I, they have got some serious players in there, but they just don't seem to have been putting it together. Yeah, one of the real big problems for this uh, Manawatu team in, in 2018 was just really the, the amount of points they were leaking, were leaking in games. And, and, and sometimes that leak would all happen in one half. Mm. As well, they'd be basically pretty close. I can recall a game against Otago where they were in touch at half time, but uh, ended up going down by about uh, by about fifty odd odd points uh, come the end of the game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's they so they they have changed uh, um, their their coach this season um, from memory, or at least the the coach. For, for, I think um, we got Peter Russell in there now. I must admit, it's not someone that I know um, anything about. Uh, we're looking forward to meeting him when when we catch up when I catch up with the teams. But the yeah, they are signing Jackson Hemapo, another player who will be away with the All Blacks as well, which they um, 
uh, which is a player that they will definitely definitely miss. Um, and Aaron Smith, another player that's never, that won't get anywhere near this, but is, is, is listed obviously in their squad. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I just think that they, they're going to need a lot more consistency than they had last season. Um, and I don't think that... I'm just a bit worried. I mean, when you've got, a, I say, a back line, goes Jamie Booth, Terry Black, Lau Mappy, Rob Thompson, Neymar on the Scudder, and a couple of other good guys, good guys who pace out wide, and they weren't getting points. It, mm. That pack that's really got to, that's got to stand up. And I'm a bit... Um, I just think that pack's perhaps not got the experience uh, that, that they really need. If, if I actually recall um, back to 2018, I suspect uh, Otero Black didn't really come into that side until probably probably later in the season, Paul. About halfway through, yeah. I mean, yeah. I saw him when, he, when they played um, Bay of Plenty last year. So, yeah, about halfway through, I think. And, um, and yeah, interesting choice of captain as well, Jamie Jamie Booth, the uh, the captain of the uh, of the Turbos. He's a he's a he's a firebrand sort of player, isn't he? Um, it, it, to me, it's a very interesting selection as skipper. It, it is it is going to be it, it, it is going to be um, going to be an interesting one. I think again, uh, as I say, they've changed coach. It's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Um, I just don't think that they've got the they'll have the pack to, to, to challenge some of the other teams in this competition. I think it's going to be a long old season for the, um, for the turbos yet again. One, one, one extra player I'll, I'll be very interested to see in his development. And, and once again, we, we, we actually saw him at the beginning of the beginning of the season with the hurricanes is um, Liam Mitchell. Yeah. Look, look really, really promising. Um, if Jackson Hemaport doesn't go away with the All Blacks, that'll that'll be a really really good addition. But I, I, I kind of look through their pack, and to be brutally honest, it's a sort of pack that probably doesn't put the put the fear into God, uh, Paul. You know, you sort of you sort of go through the, a lot of the names, and uh, you know, bar Nick Crosswell, Liam Mitchell, who we basically heard of, um, there's a, a lot of unknowns in there. Fraser Armstrong, yeah. that's probably their three main. Main guys that we we do know of in their pack, obviously all uh, super rugby players. And like I say, if they get him or Paul back, well, that'd be a, a little bit of a, a bonus. But I kind of go through the the rest of the squad, and uh, you have to say the rest of their their, their real strength is, is going to be on their uh, back line. And um, good to see the returning Andre Taylor as well. I'm not too sure how old he is these days, but I think he might be in his early early thirties. But it's handy to have that sort of experience around. And they need experience in this side. Uh, so if I, I did into with Liam Mitchell last year, um, so if you go back and uh, uh, you, you can, you can uh, through through the archives, you can find my, my interview with Liam Mitchell. Where we talk about lineouts because he's their lineout caller um, there. So uh, yeah, I, I, that, that, yeah, I just don't think they're going to get the platform this season um, for that. Then I, mean, I should hand this one over to you because that's what you do the you do the calling for Northland uh, on Radio Sport. So. Um, Looking at um, looking at Northland, what do you think their uh, objectives are for this season? Oh, I think their objective is to, is to basically go to a, go to a final, but more than anything else, promotion. You know, it's the last last couple of seasons they've um, got into the uh, got into the semi-finals. But if, if one was was totally honest, um, you'd have to say they pretty much limped limped into those finals. Uh, Paul and and on both occasions against uh, Wellington 
in 2017 and against uh, again against Waikato, apart from the opening 20 minutes, we're, we're pretty soundly beaten, you've got to say, Paul. Yeah, no, it's the... They're, they're, it's interesting what they're doing up there. And yeah, again, I think they're one of the four teams that are going to make make the playoffs yet again um, and, and be in with a shout. Uh, is that I think every single player um, is associated or playing with a club within Northland. They're not getting players from outside. Yeah, yeah, um, it, which is a big thing there. And that's that's uh, cause that, that that's creating lots of good links with the community. They're getting good crowds up there, um, and uh, everything seems to be heading in the right direction. Um, and it's something they've built over several years. This, is, it's, this isn't one of those things where they just try to suddenly uh, um, make it happen or bring in a bunch of players. Because again, yeah. there's a lot of players on, on this list that you would look at and go, um, I don't actually recognise them. Um, and, and some that you do look right, you're like Josh Goodhue. Well, yes, that's because he's Jack's, Jack's brother. Otherwise, you wouldn't have necessarily know, know him that well. Um, so again, not a lot of, definitely not a lot of star names. Uh, I think there are, t- there are t- only two, only three players with international experience. And as you said, Renny Ranger um, looked injured, uh, had a serious injury during Super Rugby, so he might not play. Jack Goodhue is going to be away at the Rugby World Cup. He's not going to play. Uh, so their only international is going to be Jordan Olsen, who uh, everyone's going to be going to go, who's he? Well, he used to play for Canada. Um, so, or he's played for Canada. So, yeah, it's it's definitely not a side of household names but it's a side that's, that they put a lot of effort into in the off-season. Uh, I mean, whilst other coaches, other most coaches might be doing assistant roles at Super Rugby, that's not happening with this crowd. Um, yeah. They're in and around the clubs playing um, a, a lot of... Uh, um, uh, sorry, doing a lot of work with this, type, with this side. Uh, and it's going to be interesting. And with Sam Nock and uh, Jack Debrasini, they've got two guys of super experience to guide them around the pitch. Oh, very, very much so. And um, just on Sam Nock, he's been named as the uh, the uh, vice captain of the uh, of of the North and Tony Fa. So quite a quite an honour for for young Sam. But the the reality is, he is now one of the one of the senior heads in the in the side. Is um, has basically got brings a, a lot of Super Rugby ex- experience to the Cambridge Blues. So he's he's going to be key, like you say, Debrasini can. You know, just manoeuvre a side around, and I, I think what's really been exciting is the fact that they've they've gone into to club rugby, and some guys in club rugby have actually put their put their hands up. They're one of the few, few unions that probably before pre Christmas had signed around twenty plus players, so they had a lot of those players involved in the program, and that pretty much left the door open for another. I think he signed thirty eight in total, so that just left around about another seventeen places to. To sign and they and to look for those players, they actually went to club rugby. Uh, so that's where they pretty much came from. And I think the most exciting thing is we're starting to see a lot of guys that were playing north and under 19s a couple of seasons ago. I think there's about three or four boys that have that have come through. And it's it's listen, it's, it might be a tough introduction for one of those guys, but you know, Paul, I think once you've got them locked in, they're there. They're going to be there for a, they're there, they're going to be there for a while, as opposed to to going outside the union and and basically pulling a player. So, for example, being you, you might be short of a position and you decide to go outside the union, get another get another player. Usually, you find that those instances are are, are most are mostly really a, a short term game. They don't always work out. 
Yeah, so yeah, and I think that's what being one of the problems that uh, Bay of Plenty have had. They, as you said, you, you were mentioning, and also perhaps Hawks Bay to a certain degree, you were mentioning players who are like, oh yeah, I recognise that name from Auckland, I recognise that name from there. Um, they are they don't have the same pathways necessarily in, in place. Uh, and when I went up to Northland about three years ago, they didn't have those pathways in place. It, it's all, they, or they were they were just they were building them, um, mm. and that, that that's what it's. That, that, that's 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 why they're at where they are now. Whereas, mm. say places like Blair Plenty, I don't think have got the same structures in place really to be able to do what Northland have done. So, mm. Northland should be one of those teams that um, uh, that, that will be in uh, in the reckoning come the end of the season. Uh, the another one of those sides is going to be Otago, uh, if they can um, not get distracted by the Ramfilly Shield. Yeah. Well, but- they sh- they shouldn't really. They they're one of those sides that are are gonna basically have a lot of talent uh, at their at their disposal. Really, I'm, I'm just trying to think of the the actual sort of guys who would normally play for them. Um, but I would imagine Cotman if he gets selected as the third hooker for the for the All Blacks, he he will definitely be a a bit of a loss to them. But you sort of go through the rest of the side. We all know that who their main main All Blacks, but they'll still put a Put a reasonably good side on the paddock. Yeah, I mean, the, the, um, perhaps one of the uh, the biggest losses for them is how well Joshuani has been going. Because whilst he's named for them, we'll be playing for them. He's not been around pre-season to learn the moves. When he when it, when he's the guy that's supposed to be pulling the strings, yeah. um, it, it's a bit difficult when when it's your when it's your first five eight that's been that's been missing. But he he should be back, and that's why he wasn't named actually in the All Black squad uh, to play. But You've got to say that I think yeah, that, that that's going to be a dis- disruption for them. Mm, um, mm, mm. A name in here everyone will recognise though. Adam Thompson, his uh, the the old battler is back. Yeah, a bit of a bit of a blast. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure what to what to think of that. Um, listen, it's great that it, it's great that a player has come back into to Otago and, and New Zealand rugby. But boy, what is he? 30, 37? Um, something on those lines. Yeah, I'm just um, I'm just sort of curious, curious to know what sort of what sort of shape he's in. And if nothing else, he'll he'll bring a bunch of experience to the side, which is good, uh, and and how hopefully how to act as a professional and all that kind of stuff. Because you've got a whole bunch. I mean, you do have. I mean, I don't think they. I think they've got a few more players. I mean, being a super franchise location uh, where the Highlanders are, obviously they 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 naturally attract a few more player, a few more super rugby players than others do, but. Um, even so, you, you still experience at this level really does kind of help. Um, yeah, I, I was gonna, I was gonna say another. You know how we were sort of talking about these unions who are, who are basically doing their best to, 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 to basically sign players from in the union through through club club rugby. I see because they've lost uh, uh, Tom Tom Franklin. They've actually s- signed former um, Italian lock Josh Ferno. He's actually Australian, but has has basically played thirty seven caps for the uh, for the um, for the Italian uh, national team. So uh, that's an interesting signing to me. It is, and he's not on my list. Um, But yeah, look at this. They've got a couple of interesting. I mean, Dylan Nell is apparently a South African. They've got Lewis. Um, Conrad, who's also South African, um, so there's, there's, there are some interesting names in here, uh, in this side because yeah, let's ones you don't get many foreign players um, coming over to play minor ten cup rugby. No, 
Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, so interesting there. That that's there. But I, yeah, they, they've got quite a few players with I mean, obviously um, players like Michael Collins, who I didn't perhaps who didn't he'll be very fresh and get much um, Super Rugby time uh, for the Blues this year. But C.O. Tomkinson's in there. Joshua, who we've talked about, Kane Hammington. And there's lots of names in here. There's quite a few names in here um, that are that the people recognise from Super Rugby. So yeah, these are one of the guys. This, this is another one of the teams that, that's uh, along with Northland and uh, potentially um, Bay of Plenty, who will be looking uh, at that promotion. Um, again, they made it just like Northland. They made it to the semi-final, um, and they oh, sorry they made it to the final last year, losing to Waikato. Um, so, they, but. Um, uh, so yeah, so they'll be looking at trying to go one step further this year. I say my only concern is early doors around that um, around the disruption they've had because Josh Wani hasn't been there to train with the squad. Um, otherwise, I think yeah, they're, they're going to go okay this season. Yeah, oh, he'll, listen, if he does come back, he'll be a, a welcome addition. I've got to be brutally honest; I don't even know who their their backup first five is. At, Apparently, at Matt Matt Fiona. Matt Fayanga, yeah, I, okay. I have heard of him. Normally plays, he's also a, a midfielder as well. I must admit, I saw um, saw uh, the very first Shield Challenge against uh, against uh, Thames Valley, and G. Steve Hale must have been pretty excited when the, uh, the Swamp Foxes were up sixteen three at half time. Um, um, he was. We were both. We were both at uh, watching a club game. Um, oh, I've gone blank. They, they play in Cambridge, but they're not called Cambridge. Anyway, yeah. Um, what, so yeah, we, we were at a club game watching it during that, and we were keeping track on uh, the Tribe Sports app. And yes, we, he was he was very happy at halftime. Oh, you would have been watching Hal Tapu, I, I would imagine. That's it. Um, down in uh, if they were down in Cambridge, yeah, I would imagine he was very excited. I uh, I think I might have uh, read a comment somewhere. I don't think the I, I think the whole of Thames would have run out of beer if the. Uh, <laughs> If the shield had basically changed hands, but hey, what a it, it either said one or two things to me. It was a hell of a performance for by Thames Valley, but it might might also just say that maybe Otago hasn't quite got got really good lower depth. Hence that they've actually signed signed uh, quite a few players um, that are that are basically out of their system, Paul. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of um, comments uh, around the around the, the park. The um, was that that was possible. That was probably the weakest, or one of the weakest Ramfully Shield defense defending sides that, that, that that's being put out. Um, I mean, there was Matt Fadders in there who, who that was his last game for Otago before he went overseas to play for Ulster. Uh, but apart from that, there were very few people, players people knew. Um, in, in that lineup, yeah, it was not a strong side that Otago put out, and won't look anything like the side they'll be putting out um, come Saturday. Is they playing Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, well, Sunday. T- well, I'll tell you what, there was there wasn't too many points in that game at the mm. end of the day. A much more convincing win when they uh, beat their next door neighbours from North Otago from up the road. Yes. Um, Talking of Ranfilly Shields and the people that will be uh, getting, getting the first um, shot at that challenge is um, Southland. Now, they didn't win a game all last season. Uh, you probably have it there somewhere as to how long it is since they've won a game, but it, it's, a couple of, it's a, couple of, a couple of years now, isn't it? Saturday, the 8th of October, 2016, they beat Northland 39-31. So there you go. Um, uh, it's been a long time since they've, they've, since they've had a win. Um 
And uh, yeah, you've, you've got to say they're going to probably struggle again this season. Um, to be honest, uh, get a lot, a lot. Yeah, again, a lot of names in there that uh, that most people won't recognise because they're not Super Rugby players. Um, Elliot Dixon is perhaps is is the exception, um, along with Marty McKenzie. Marty McKenzie, yeah. Um, but looking at the rest of that list, I'm looking at that going. Ooh, not sure who they are. Um, interesting, they've got an Argentinian um, scrum half available for them. Nico Costa, apparently. Oh, yeah, Nico Costa. I can tell you a little bit, bit about Nico. Nico is an ex-Eden um, halfback from here in uh, Auckland. Uh, and, yes. uh, and Nick Nico might have even had a game for the Auckland Mighty Team Cup team. I'm surprised Ashwin isn't onto this one. The um, yes, well, he will be soon. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, he was in the news last year. I remember now, actually. Um, that, that's uh, that, yeah, he that he, I mean, whilst he's got uh, Argentinian parents, he's lived in New Zealand for and been schooled in New Zealand, hasn't he? Uh, yes, yes, there's, a, yes. There's, there's actually three brothers, three brothers, and um, <clears throat> if I recall, they all came through either Ross Mini or Westlake. So, back, um, back, back in the day. So well, not that not that long ago. He's not that old. Um, the <laughs> um, so as I say, yeah, it, it's it's going to be a long old season for Southland yet again. They, they uh, um, a, a number of years ago they um, they they basically spent too much money on on on, on their minor ten cup team, uh, and now what they do is they actually cut their squad to their uh, to their cloth, and they actually yeah they don't they don't ever spend, which is the right way to do it, um, but it does mean that they're not the most competitive side. In the uh, in the competition, mm-hmm. um, um, unfortunately, yeah, a couple of uh, I'll tell you what, a couple of they've also cast a net far and wide as well. I see former Northern Tidehead prop Chris Apoa, who plays for Star, is down there. Of course, he was in the um, Southland Stags team uh, in 2018. I also see um, Greg Pleasant's Tate, who's been around, hasn't he? Um, Auckland, North Harbour, Bay of Plenty. He's trying to obviously collect a whole lot of minor ten cup jerseys. Uh, <laughs> uh, Paul says he's doing really well at this stage. He's got more than look, I have. I've only got three. Um. Yeah, well, exactly. You kind of look at their locks. Um, just want to highlight a, a really promising player, but I think he's injured at the moment. Monarchy Selby uh, Rickett, who's a very very good footballer. I think he's a super rugby player in in the making. But unfortunately, from what I believe, he's got a, a a bit of an injury at the moment and might might be up for the first few rounds. Um, in their loose forwards, I see younger brother of Solomon Alamalo, Charles Alamalo, out of the Waikato system, has has also gone gone down there as well. Um, one player I do like, open side flanker Phil Harder, is a is a hard working player. And then you kind of look at the number eights. Well, obviously, uh, Bill Fooker Fooker, he's actually been part of the Southland system for a while, and Elliot Dixon. So, gee, there's there's not really that many names of note, is there, Paul? In the no, pool? I. I so say you, you, you mentioned a whole bunch of names there that I don't know, um, <laughs> so, um, but yes, it, yeah. So what, once you go past Elliot Dixon and, and Molly McKenzie, there's very few people, very few mm. players there that people will, are going to know. Uh, so it's going to be a long old season for them, um, mm. unfortunately. Finally, the last side in the championship is Taranaki, who got um, relegated last season. Uh, even though they came into the season um, with the Ranfurly Shield last year, they uh, say. They, they they dropped out of the um, uh, of, of of the top flight, um, and when you look at uh, the, the kind of level of their squad, it's they've got the players. Um, pardon me, uh, and the fact that they've uh, uh, injuries was was a problem from the last year. 
Also, they had a problem. It was the first year of their very young coach. Um, so he was mm-hmm. definitely on a, on, on a learning curve. Uh, and finally, they they uh, their training facilities all got condemned for being not safe for earthquakes. Uh, and so they had to change all of that as well, which didn't help them. So mm-hmm. a number of issues went against them last year. But um, when you look at their side and go and, and uh, look at some of the players that they've got, um, I mean, obviously the Barretts are, are, are listed, but there's no chance that um, that any of them will actually play. But uh, even so, uh, Jesse Parity, who we saw with the with the Chiefs, um, Hureta is in their in, in their pack, Lachlan Bashir, uh, Mitchell Brown, uh, Hayden Bedwell Curtis. Um, you got Triple T uh, and Stephen Perifetta running the show, um, and then in the backs, Tarangi Waldron. Um, Wazaki Naholo, his younger brother, um, Kinney Naholo, uh, as as well as a few others. So this is a, this is one of the more talented sites. Gee, I was going to say, how many Naholo brothers are there, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're popping up uh, all all over the place. Uh, yeah, I, I had a brief chat to um, the uh, Taranaki CEO um, Jeremy Parkinson. I ran into him at the. Uh, at the uh, New Zealand Māori Fiji game, and uh, yeah, he, he's he's kind of hopeful that they will bounce back. And he said, "Listen, last year was a a little bit like a a perfect storm. It obviously it obviously started brilliantly, and they were they were doing well, and then it all fell apart. Was it that Waikato game um, yep. where they basically lost the shield, and it, it it pretty much went sort of pear shaped there, you know? And they were they were probably undone with a lot of injuries, if I recall. They lost." Um, Sean Wainui to, to injury, and he's a he's a damn good footballer. Mm-hmm. And then they um their, their skipper at the time, Angus Tavao, was called into the uh, the All Blacks, and he'd he'd been sort of um, he'd been a real pillar in the side with with his leadership. So they pretty much uh, they pretty much struggled after that. I don't think they had Perifeta available, and all of a sudden they just started having all these little um, niggly injuries. And um, it was it was pretty much a a a, a downward spiral for the uh, the um, Fernando Bull from Taranaki. Yeah, it is. and so I, I think they're going to be that fourth team that, that's in the playoffs in my mind. So I think it's going to be Taranaki, Otago, um, Bay of Plenty, um, and uh, and Northland. To me, those are the four the four teams that I'm looking at. Hawks Bay maybe might, might get in there. Um, ahead of Bay of Plenty, but I think um, th- those those to me are the four teams in the championship that we've got to look out for. Mm, mm. No, don't disagree with that too much, Paul. Now here we are, um, and Steve asked me before the show. This is a half hour show, isn't it, Paul? And I said, well, we'll see how far we how we do. We're, we've only got we've only got halfway through. We're already thirty eight minutes in, so we might need to move it on a little bit. That's uh, not Steve Hale, is it? Sorry, that's not Steve Hale, is it? No, no, no. No, Stephen, oh, I said, you did. You, you, you said to me before oh, this, it's going to be a half-hour show. Oh, yes, of course. And I said, look, we're, we're, we're halfway. We're, we're, so, so, yeah, we might need to, might, might need to um, put, a, put our foot down a little bit. But um, so that's, that's the first. Um, uh, that, that, so that's how, the, how we see the championship going. Looking into the premiership, um, Auckland, reigning champions. Um, a pretty similar squad to, uh, to last year. Um, but perhaps missing a couple of players. Uh, obviously, Patrick Tupolotu. I don't think they're going to see much of him um, this season. Uh, that they that he was around for a bit last year, um, but apart from that, looks they look pretty much uh, I say pretty similar to last year. Oh yeah, very very settled. And um, once again, I, I see they've got um, 
the uh, former uh, Rob, Brumbies hooker back, uh, Rob, Robbie Abel as well. And um, I, I thought he was he was great value for them last year. Yeah, just a couple of um, players they probably are going to miss this year. Olmstead, who was who was so so good for them this year. Yeah, they, and if they do lose uh, Patrick Tupolotu to the uh, to the uh, World Cup, those that could be a that could be a little bit of a loss. I just remember the lock they had last year. Lemalu is he part of the squad again this year, Paul? Who's sorry? The boy uh, Lamalu, who was part of the uh, Auckland Auckland squad last year. Yeah, unfortunately, I've not got the squad up in front of me. Just, but I, um, so yeah, so this is one of the signs I've not got the squad for. Uh, it hadn't been updated on on, on the side I've been looking at. Um, but I mean, the, to me, it's going to come down to. I mean, Akiri Wani needs a, needs a big season. He's got a point to prove, obviously. Yeah. Um, Harry Plummer, uh, having come off the back of uh, his first Super season, uh, so he's uh, again. He's going to be wanting to to to, to, re, to re-establish his point. I think TJ Fiani was a really key person last year because he, the way he led the team and captained the team. Um, yeah, I just pulled pulled up the squad and think um, they probably aren't looking looking too too bad. I mean to say they 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 got some great options at hooker in uh, Robbie Abel and Lenny Upperside. So they're, they're well versed there. Mike, Michael Lear is a, a former former counties. Counties hooker, and then you, you see it is they've got a, a few new faces in there, but they've got also Alex Hodgman, Taniela Koroi, he's the former Wellington uh, tight head prop who has been playing club rugby. In fact, he was actually playing club rugby in Northland last year and he was loaned by Auckland. And they've got Marcel Renata, Angus uh, Tavao, don't forget, has uh, transferred back to Auckland as well. And That'll basically there'll be obviously that little capex whether you get selected from the All Blacks or not. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they'll be seeing Angus much. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know what? Reasonably strong through the the middle row with Scott Scott Scrafton um, and and also Jack Whitten. They've also got uh, the um, older brother of uh, Mitchell Dunshay, Lyndon Dunshay as well, who's a who's a good footballer. Pretty well versed in the loose forwards. You've got to say, and Adrian Choate, Blake Gibson, Dalton Papa Ali, Akira Yuani. One mana Reedling a cuppa and Hoskins a tutu. That's not bad, Paul. No, they, so they, they, it's, and and they and they're going to have 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 all those players as well. It's uh, mm. so they, they, there's only probably two two players are going to miss um, out, out of that entire list. Uh, and you've got to say um, that uh, yeah, the, the, the Auckland will be looking to be there or thereabouts uh, yet again this season. And I think um, the, the the fans will be very disappointed if they're not challenging the, um, towards the top of that table. Oh, very much so. Listen, one um, interesting uh, s- selection in there is the guy, um, Kurt Heatherley. Now, Kurt Heatherley is a former AFL Australian rules footballer. So um, I think he's been selected as, a, as, an, as an outside back. So it'll be quite interesting to see how he goes. He's um, at about 20... 24 years old and he's quite a quite a rangy bugger mate um one meter 93 which is around uh six foot four but uh yeah his afl his afl career between 2014 and 2018 he's played well five games only for hawthorne so not a not a lot of afl you've got to say so maybe he's um decided to to throw in his uh uh lot with auckland but he's Listen, he's a former former New Zealand boy, born in uh, originally from Tauranga. So, uh, yeah, that'll, that's a real interesting one to me. 
Um, it is, and it's, yeah, okay. Look out for some crossfield kicks, boys. Uh, I think it's going to be is the uh, is the thing there if he gets some time on the pitch. I mean, obviously, uh, the, the only other AFL player that sort of that uh, is obviously Izzy Falau, and we know how he plays on the pitch. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes and how much of that aerial play he can bring um, to the uh, uh, to, to the game. Um, the key challenges and the people who are in the final last year, Canterbury. Um, I mean, uh, stack squad as always. Luke Romano was Player of the Year last year, yeah. um, and uh, obviously there'll be there's a whole bunch of players in there who will be missing due to Rugby World Cup. I mean, they're not going to see Aaron Franks, Joe Moody, Cody Taylor, Sam Whitelock, um, uh, 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 Ryan Crotty, for example, um, Richard Moanga, and there's a whole bunch of other players that are going to that, that, that potentially could miss in Matt Todd and or Bridge, but still. You've still got players like Fisher Douglas, Princep, um, Daniel Leonard-Brown, um, uh, Michael Alalatoa, um, Ben Fennell, uh, uh, Mitchell Dunshay, um, who and, and that's just ones I just quick, uh, quickly picked off there that are all Super Rugby players. But for me, a key player is going to be Brett Cameron and how he matures into that number 10 role. Mm, mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to basically... Um... I'd have to go along with that. It's, it's interesting. Just before you get on to, to Brett Cameron, a real a real interesting pickup for uh, um, for Canterbury is Alalatoa from from Manawatu. So uh, obviously decided because he plays uh, Super Rugby down there just to, to throw in his lot with the uh, with the uh, Canterbury outfit. Yeah, but generally in the in the main strong ups up front. But I I, I, t- I tend to agree with you. I think this is a a big year for Brett Cameron, who let's face it, he was named as an All Black last year. Went went to Japan. Um, we didn't really see a lot of him at, at Super Rugby. Unfortunately, the only time he was in, involved with the with the Crusaders team was that loss in uh, Sydney to the uh, Waratahs, if I recall, when he was uh, leading the team team around that night. So, um, yeah, I don't I, I don't know. I I kind of look at this team on. On, on, on paper, and there's still a few names, but I think we've seen stronger Canterbury sides from the past, Paul. Probably, maybe so, but uh, yeah. there's not many weak points in it either. Um, now, perhaps they're going to be, perhaps they didn't expect to lose both Enor and Bridge um, as well, so perhaps there perhaps might be a, uh, a, a slight gap in the backs, but up front, they are going to be um, solid. Uh, as, as always, and, and yeah, this the red and black machine isn't about to stop or come, come to a grinding halt. Yeah, oh, anytime listen, soon. Listen, Paul, it, it's fair to say that just having it, giving it the once, giving it the once over with this, with this particular squad, it, it looks like round about I don't know, probably seventy-five to eighty percent of them are still Super Rugby players, aren't they? Yeah, which is which. which, which when we've been looking at someone like Southland, where we can name like three Super Rugby players, mm. um, gives you... oh. <laughs> exactly. So, there is not an even distribution of talent. Um, let's no. be honest. No, come on, guys, <laughs> share the love. Share these guys around. <laughs> we want a, We want an even competition. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so it's, it's going to be. It's yeah, they're going to be there or thereabouts yet again. Um, you've, you've got to say um, up there. A team that I think is going to find it perhaps um, a little bit or a lot tougher is Counties Manukau. Uh Only avoided the drop um, by bonus points last year, had the same number of wins as um, Taranaki. 
Uh, at the weekend, um, they gave up some, I think it was, was it 34 points uh, to Bay of Plenty in a half. The game of three halves. Now, admittedly, they were playing into the wind, um, and they and some of the things they did you would not do in a league game, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. But like throwing passes in your own end goal, in end, um, end goal, uh, and getting intercepted and, and, and giving up a try like that isn't um, going to happen. Uh, uh, but even so, counties very looked look, looks like they've got a really strong scrum, but not much going on in the backs. Yeah, no, I. Uh... Happen to catch your uh, your your quick interview with uh, with with Daryl Sourcer and uh, yep, the, it's it's one thing having a, a platform, but it's it's all about having the full package, isn't it? Um, it is. And, and I, uh, yeah, I, I was trying to I was trying to remain remain positive when I was talking to, <laughs> to him, <laughs> uh, as it's the first time I've talked to him. I didn't want to go in there and say, "Hey, mate, what happened? Why did you give up thirty points to uh, Bay of Flenty? Um, uh, but yeah, they got they got to say they got they do have a strong pack. Um, but out the back, it, it is looking a bit thin nowadays. Um, so uh, the yeah, you, if, I, I, I am I am concerned from this year. Um, uh, to be honest, a couple of players he did call out though were the, the, some of the club players you keep an eye on um, is uh, Riley um, Hop, um, Hoppier um, and Liam Danielli, uh, two players that he thinks could. Uh, uh, step on and do and do bigger things. So there's definitely um, there there are some good club players in here as well. Mm. But um, but I think that the, the, yeah, the, the Auburn Ledger. I think I can't I can't see Stephen Donald putting in too many minutes to be honest. Um, so Auburn Ledger's got a got got a bit of a game. Got to going to have. Uh, he's going to probably be at fly half. Is uh, has got a bit of a challenge on his hands. Um, sure, they got Sonny Williams for one game, but once he's gone. Yeah, it's starting to look a bit thin in the back in that back row, mm-hmm. in the back line. Sorry. Yeah, you know, probably really their only real probably threat would probably be Etienne uh, Nanai Satoru. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose is, is is the other one that we uh, we think about. I know there's they got the other young fullback, and I just forget. Oh, first five, he can play fullback. Is uh, Leturu, who can also play uh, fullback and first five. He can he can be a, a, the sort of player that can 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 spark a team, but I, you know, they've also had a couple of other losses as well. Obviously, Tony Pulu, who's uh, moved over to the, to the Brumbies, he, he's going to be a, a real loss for, for them. Yeah. The odd sort of experienced player there in, in, in Sam, Sam Hoodwood and also is it Matahi Martin, who uh, played for the Blues a couple of, couple of seasons. Rayasi, who's the other, other big lock. So there's a couple of experienced guys there. But oh, I mean, I, they're not going to get pushed around in the forwards. No, they, no, they, 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 they put Bay of Plenty and Wellington scrum into reverse oh, pretty quickly. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Northern, um, Northern had a Northern had a very, very good battle at, at scrum time. Of course, there's a couple of big cement mixes in um, Kololo Tuiloma. He's a he's a very big man. What's he? 140 odd k. In the uh, in anchoring that uh, right hand side of the scrum as well, so yeah, they're, they're probably just going to have to really rely on those on on on, on that pack, um, mm. really sort of uh, matching up in, in every game. But we know with this Mitre Team Cup, it is a bit of a sprint pool and it can be can be tough. So in, injuries and and depth in your squad is going to be key for the uh, for the team that's based out in South Auckland. Yeah, so that, uh, to me, they're going to be one of the teams that's going to be struggling uh, and down the bottom end. 
Um, another team that's uh, probably got enough to avoid that, but probably not enough to get themselves into playoffs is Northland. Not Northland, sorry, North Harbour. Um, who are there um, now? With um, uh, with 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 Carl. Uh, Twenty for Kathy being released from the All Blacks, they're actually not going to miss anybody. They're going to have the entire squad available, which is um, uh, which, which which is a bit of a surprise uh, for them, uh, and that's obviously going to help their scrum uh, somewhat. But um, yeah, again, uh, with someone like Bryn Gatland, who he's a solid fly half, but he's not an exciting one. Uh, they they're not going to, we're not going to see them. I don't think rack up too many points, but I think they're going to be a solid team this year. Yeah, I mean, so they've got some heady guys in there. You know, James Parsons, Tunukuyafi, will, will, will basically um, give them a, a really good Tioti um, Mariner, I would imagine, will probably be in, in the middle row sort of calling the shots. And I suppose we shouldn't forget they have got Bryn Hall there as well. They're, they're a tidy sort of football team that, mm. that's capable of good of some really good stuff. But, what, but once again, if they have one or two injuries here, I don't really know too much about their, their, who their midfield is going to be this year, Paul. That was an area where I thought they were pretty, uh, well, they were a little on the on the weak side um, last year. I think also a real a real loss for them while they've got the likes of Matt Duffy and and, and Sean Stevenson who can create a bit of spark uh, from the back. I think the loss of Tavita Lee is going to be huge. Yeah, no, exactly. I think, I think you're pretty right. They're, they're going to be a tidy team. But you, you can't see them cutting loose against people. If they go behind in games, I think they're going to find it hard to get back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when you look at when you think they're going to be coming up against sides like Auckland in their opening game, um, like Canterbury, who we just said is is entirely full of Super Rugby players, um, someone like Wellington. I mean, Wellington's backline is to die for. Uh, it's 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 a. Um, we'll get onto them in a second. That they yeah. They they would go extremely well in the championship, but in the premiership, I think they're going to find that they're going to find it a bit. Um, they're going to find it tough going. I say I don't think they will go down. I think there are two worst teams up uh, in, in um, up here, but I don't think they're going to be challenging the playoffs either. Hmm. Yeah, don't, don't disagree. Um, one of those teams that uh, will be uh, challenging the playoffs again, again, I believe, is probably Tasman. Um, another. T- uh, um, Wheeling out Wyatt Crockett as vice captain yet again. I mean, uh, wow. Um, uh, the uh, again, and, and for them, players like Shannon Frizzell, uh, Liam Squire, not being in the um, uh, David Avili, all these players you, you could think that they might be missing through the All Blacks. They're all there, um, so they have got themselves a um, a good of a, a good old um, uh, team. Uh, down there in Tasman. Oh, they, they to me, um, out of all the squads that I've, I've actually seen, look probably uh, one of the one of the one of the one of the strongest squads in the. Um, listen, in, in, in both both divisions, both the, the Premier Premier and the um, and the uh, Championship division. Oh, and, and once again, just absolutely stacked. With, with, with Super Rugby players. I'm just sort of going through the list. That's pretty handy when you can call back Wyatt Crockett. But they've also got a couple of players back from overseas, Lester Faye Anuku, who uh, did a quick stint over in, in France. He 
he basically is, is back again and he'll link up with his, his brother Tema. So they, and these guys are not small small wingers as well, Paul. Very, very big men. I, I think Shannon Frizzell, Kane, Kane Haynes, I see has been, um, has been named. So it'll be interesting to see if he actually runs out, Paul. Yeah, I, I'm. he's not named in the list I've got. I would be, uh, yeah, I've heard a few things. Uh, I'm not sure we're going to see him play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure there. But yeah, you, you, David Havali, David Havili, you've also got Sioni uh, Havili. Sioni Havili was a loose forward who was a bit of a star at Auckland Age Group Rugby. So it, he's obviously gone down there to to basically, um, you know, kickstart his, his career. Good footballer, Mitchell Hunt. Uh, of course, Will Jordan, Tyrell Lomax. You know, it, it's just yeah, Andrew Ma. Makaleo, the hooker from the Crusaders. Now, Alex um, Nankerville. Boy, does this kid remind you a little bit of uh, of Ryan Crotty, Paul? I, and, um, yeah, he came in and, f- and forced his way into the Chiefs' side um, in the second half of the season. Uh, yeah, didn't put a foot wrong. Um, looks looks a very, very tidy, very clever footballer. Uh, and when you had Ansel and Brown and Manu both playing so well, Manu was leading breaks um, or leading clean breaks, I think it was, at one point uh, off the back of a lot of Ansel and Brown's offloads. You were kind of like, how can he force his way in? But he did. And yeah, he's a very tidy football, footballer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and let's not forget, they've also got Tim Perry down there, Putty Putty Parkinson. Oh, my God. It's, it, it's, it's, it's a crazy good squad. Um, yeah, and when you you think you can have someone like as you say, um, I mean, Atom Molly is obviously away with um, with the with the All Blacks, but you got White Crockett, Lomax, Perry uh, as your um, as your props, Macaleo. So there you go. You got an all Super Rugby front row: Perry, Perry, Parkinson, Quinton Strange in the in the engine room, um, Blackadder, Frizzell, Squire, um, Jordan Tafua on the bench, um, <laughs> Finley Christie with Mitchell Hunt, and then you've got uh, yeah Nankerville. Um, Amua with perhaps Avili, um, Will Jordan, and um, Fiangu Uku. I you're probably talking maybe one player in that starting 15 isn't a super rugby player. Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to be there or thereabouts as well. Oh, listen, uh, I, I would probably listen if I had, to, if I had a sneaky fiver, um, I would probably be uh putting that fiver towards Tasman, I, I I think they might be the team to beat in 2019. Yeah, and, they, and they've been there or thereabouts for a while now. They've not been able to finish it off. I mean, um, they lost the final to Taranaki a few years ago, uh, but yeah, they've just not been able to get past um, past Canterbury. But they'll be, they'll be, I say, them, Auckland, Canterbury, um, and, um, and Wellington, and we'll come on to Wellington. But first off, Waikato. Here's a side that I think is going to have a long old season. Just been promoted. Um, got a brand new coach, but um, more than anything else, they have injuries galore. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to be um, Waikato's biggest problem is, yeah, is getting a, um, get, getting that side on the pitch. And they mm-hmm. had a good warm-up last weekend, beating Taranaki um, 24-21, um, going back from 14-5 down uh, half-time. Um, so they've got a bit about them. Um, but um, I just, yeah, I'm just worried about the fact that they just can't, they just, who they'll be able to put on the pitch. Mm, mm. I, I, from what I believe, Solomon Alamalo has got a, a, a broken hand and there's a, 
there's a few others that are that are out. You probably got that list in front of you, Paul. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't. But I just, I just, um, I just got told because they, they've not named their squad yet. <laughs> it comes out. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Tillini, um, I believe. But, uh, I believe. I believe Tillini Cr is also. Yep. Uh, might might be up for this the season as well. Boy, um, crazy. I, I heard a number of thirteen players injured already. Wow. Um, and I'm not quite sure. So yeah, um, I, Fletcher Smith is going to be big for them again, um, as he was last year. But uh, he's only going to be able to do what 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 platform he can get from the forwards. Um, and hey, you can only release backs if they're there. So um, it's as I say it's it's going to be a it's, I think it's going to be a tough a tough old ask for Waikato this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, but yeah, so. Um, if you've been keeping track, that means yes, it's between Waikato and um, Counties for me for relegation. Mm. I would, uh, I think I'd probably, if like I say, if I had to spare a couple of dollars, I would probably pop it on Counties. I think they could uh, could be the team that could uh, fall out of the uh, Premiership division. Yep. Now the fourth team that's going to be um, in the playoffs, for my mind, um, Wellington. Um, and we were talking about. Uh, um, about decent sets of backs, but when you can go sort of Matt, Matt Proctor, or oh, oh, sorry, uh, Amanga Jensen, Proctor, and then a back three of Arso, Houston, and Ben Lamb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if those guys get given ball, get given decent ball, they're going to be scoring points. Yeah, yeah. Just just, just remind us how important, again, Mitre 10 Cup rugby is to New Zealand, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy. Absolutely crazy, and there'll be some of these guys that'll end up sitting on the on, on the bench as well, you know. And you know, you've also got the much improved Lossie Filippo being a lot um, written about this boy, but um, you know, credit to him, he's, he's got his uh, life seemed like he's got it pointing pointed in the right direction. And uh, you know, even if you you go into their pack and you look at a lot of their loose their loose forwards, you know, just Duplessis Kariffi, I'm pretty sure he'll be there. One guy. Who impressed me greatly last year was Tiariki Ben Nicholas, the, the number eight. I was so impressed with him. Um, once again, depending on All Black selection, you might, you may or may not see uh, Via Fafita there. But man, what a what a what a handy uh, acquisition. Speaking of acquisitions, I see former Auckland halfback Jono Hickey. Jono uh, Hickey is in the uh, Wellington uh, setup as well. Yeah, he is. I'm- I say this. This pack went backwards at a, at a uh, at, um, pretty quickly against um, counties. So, um, as as you say, with the hurricanes, it's a matter of can the pack give the backs the the, uh, the platform. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be the exact same thing here with Wellington. Is can, can this pack um, give those backs um, the the, you know, the 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 decent ball? Because if they can. Yeah. It's yeah. um, it's going to be points. Yeah, I can't say I, I know too much about the uh, the props. The only real uh, prop that um, that uh, probably by name that I know is, is Alex 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 Fiz, Alex Fidel and Xavier Numia. Who, who, they've actually been around in the Wellington scene for a long while with uh, uh, Khalil Pasi. Uh, Uli uh, Uli Arakepa, who's also been around the scene for a while, but a couple of new guys there, and Seth Fasanga, and also uh, Morgan Poi. So um, I don't know if there's a lot of strength 
in, in those props could be an interesting area. Listen, I see um, the name Josh Furno is, is turned up again. So he can't be in two places at once. So maybe I was looking at the 2018 Otago side because Josh Furno has been signed with the 2019 Wellington Lions team. So there we go. I was going to say he wasn't on my wasn't on my list, the other one. Yeah, no, there we go. Forget, forget <laughs> what I said. So there you go. He decided that. Dunedin is far too cold. I'll go to Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, but at, at, at least in, at least in Otago, it's play indoors um, and yeah. train indoors. Um, True that. The um, <laughs> so yes, I, it's yeah. Like I say we, we we've seen this side before, um, as as say with with um, uh, with the um, uh, with the Hurricanes, it's, it's going to be the exact same. But Wellington, along with Auckland, Canterbury. And as you've said, Tasman, um, yeah. the uh, those are the four sides that are going to be in the playoffs uh, at the end of the day. I, I, yeah. um, I think we'd, we'd expect. The only question is which order they're going to be in. Yeah, I, I, I think pretty much. Uh, I think we can pretty much lock it and lock. I think we can lock those four teams and and now I think the championship four um, are probably going to be a little bit a little bit harder to pick. Maybe the two oddities, Manawatu. Manawatu, Southland, and um, oh god, who did who did we leave out in that situation? Paul, uh, Hawks Bay was the other one was the one we did yeah. left out, but Hawks Bay. I, I say Hawks Bay could could get in there um, at, the, at the expense of Bay of Plenty. I think it's going it's going to be close between those two. I think. Yeah, yeah, pretty much wraps it up, doesn't it? Well, that get, that wraps up our preview. But we um, uh, let's uh, let's quickly run through the opening round of games then. So on Thursday night, we opened with a snowy game of Southland versus Northland. I, I, I did my prediction before I saw the weather. So, I, <laughs> I, so I've been a bit generous, I think, in the end. I've got Northland by 15, but th- those conditions could be, could be a, a great leveller. Um, I, uh, I, I think Northland 12 and under in those conditions, Paul. Yep. Um, then we have um, Battle of the Bridge, Auckland versus North Harbour. I will be there on Friday night. Um, so if you're going to be there, say hi. Um, and uh, I'll be, and I say, keep track of the uh, at Driving Mall on Twitter because I'll be um, having some uh, post match interviews uh, and giving you some uh, pre game, half time, and full time reports as well uh, on the old uh, Periscope. Uh, I- I've gone Auckland by seven for that one. I'll, I'll tell you what, just before you get, get to that game, oh, I, just thought I, I thought I'd just check the TAB odds. Southland playing $4.15, Northland $1.20. But I'll still, I think I'll still go with Northland. Um, Auckland North Harbour, um, TAB is telling us that uh, Auckland playing $1.35, North Harbour $3, and I would have to agree with the TAB. Yep. But I think it, but I think it will be 12 and under. Um, then we have uh, the first game on Saturday... Is it actually or is it also Friday night? Oh, sorry, I can't remember now. Uh, Tasman versus Wellington. Um, now that should be a cracker. Um, as we just said, both of those we expect to make the playoffs. So that's two, two yeah. of the top sides yeah. in the country. Yeah, first, first of a triple header, Paul. It starts, kicks off at five past uh, two, and I think that might be down at. Uh, um, yeah, it's, it's in it's in the, it's in uh, Lansdowne uh, Park in uh, in Blenheim. Um, yeah, Tasman Wellington TAB's uh, pretty much got Tasman at the favourites at dollar fifty-seven. Yeah, I, I'd probably go along with that. I, I think they'll probably want to hit. They'll probably want to hit the ground running. Um, so I'll go Tasman by twelve and under. Yeah, I've gone Tasman by five. 
Um, counties versus Taranaki. Um, the uh, I say the um, I say that that counties team got a scrum. I'm worried about that wide. So I've actually gone Taranaki by three there. Um, so the TAB are very similar to you. Dollar fifty five uh, Taranaki. Uh, the home side counties uh, uh, counties Manukau Steelers. Of course, uh, the mm-hmm. game. Game being played at Navigation Home Stadium in Pukekohe. Gee, that said so many name Na- changes. Navigation that, Home that, Stadium. That, that, that <laughs> ch- changes like the wind, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> no, listen, I, I'm I'm going to go with the with the Bulls, the away team, Taranaki, twelve and under. Um, then we have Waikato versus Canterbury uh, in here in Hamilton. I will be at that game as well. So again, if you're going to be there, say hi. Um, yep. And Canterbury by fifteen for me. Um, I say too many injuries for Waikato for me. Yep, I I would probably I would probably go along with you uh, with you, Paul. I think the visitors will be too strong. Twelve and over. Um, then on into Sunday, we have uh, Bay of Plenty versus Otago in uh, Tauranga. Another game that I'll be at. Um, so again, if you're there, let me know. Um, so I'm doing three games this weekend. Well, you're, um, you're all over the you're all over, you're all over the show. Um, <laughs> listen, the TAB yeah, in, in a good way, okay, not in a bad way. <laughs> listen, the TAB can't split these guys. They've got them at a dollar eighty-seven apiece. Um, I am going to go with the home team, Bay, Bay of Plenty, by twelve and under. Yeah, same here. I've gone Bay of Plenty by five, um, and then finally uh, Manawatu <laughs> versus Hawks Bay. That'll be in New Plymouth. Um, not in New Plymouth. <laughs> That'll be in Palmerston like, North, even, won't it? Jeez. Um, yeah, that, oh, that's uh, Central Energy Trust Arena. And uh, if anybody if anybody basically saw a um, an article that was on stuff about the best and worst grounds in New Zealand, unfortunately for Central Energy Trust Arena in Palmerston North, you were voted one of the poorest stadiums in, uh, in New Zealand because uh, I think there's basically a speedway track basically on the outside of the rugby field. So when you're trying to view the game, you're, you're about half a mile away. The Okay. Um, you brought it up. So I'm going to... That is one of the worst <laughs> lists I've seen from stuff or seen, seen ever. That, that is, their idea of a good stadium is really, really kind of wrong. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Um, uh, Manawatu, yes, you are quite a long way from the... Um, uh, from, from 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 the uh, from the pitch, um, so it's not great. But to put, I think they put county. I think they put some counties Manukau as third best stadium. Um, now it's practically falling down. It's so old. I mean, seriously, it doesn't have a big screen to watch any replays. Um, it's it, it, it's a, it's it's a it's a stadium that needs rebuilding. It is it's had its day. Uh, Are they going to put that as number two? And number three. I'm going to say, Paul, isn't it fun watching the goat, the goat up on the bank and the kids sliding down the hill? <laughs> I, oh, sorry, but no. How they put that one behind a Toll Stadium up in uh, Northland? I've got no. no idea. Ahead, ahead of Toll Stadium, I've got no idea. Um, no. The yeah, the, that that list by stuff is appalling. Um, sure, Manawatu, you are far further away, but it has one of the. If you if you if you don't mind a few swear words. Um, and you go and sit with the bucket heads, it has one of the best atmospheres and one of the few places in the country where you get singing at a game. Um, oh. So, <laughs> it, I must admit, the stuff had one of the best quotes um, at um, 
basically the uh, stadium in Manawatu, you're sitting so far away, you might as well turn your bucket around the other way. <laughs> oh dear. The um, sorry, I'm just gonna. Um, so. There you go. I've got my bucket. Um, anyway, I've got. I, I'm, I'm going with the bucket. I've got Manawa two by five. Wow, big big call, Paul. I'm I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go the visitors by eight. Oh, so there you go. Um, the um, <laughs> oh dear me. Um, so yes, yeah. Please, if you do read that stuff article, uh, I say their list is wrong. Um, the, the the I think I think they've got Eden Park as like second best stadium to go to as well. Eden Park's like high up. And you're like seriously, Eden Park for a for for for, for a um uh for, for they like yeah. Oh, sure, you have to fill it to get any atmosphere. Yeah, you never fill it for anything other than a final. So there is no atmosphere. So yeah, now it's Eden Park is not a great place to, unfortunately, for um, minor ten cups. So that that list is 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 absolute rubbish. Um, I must say from 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 stuff. Um, so there you go. That's our very first um, minor ten cup show of the year. We'll be back every Monday night at eight o'clock. So Mondays is going to become minor ten cup show um, for the next uh, thirteen weeks, twelve weeks, whatever it is. Uh, we've got ten rounds plus two rounds of. Um, of, of playoffs so yes yeah, so another another 12 weeks of this if you can put up with that um uh, don't forget to join us again tomorrow night i'll be here with herman do the um the hash rugby chat um we'll be talk uh, as the rugby world cup warm-up games kick off so um england uh, versus wales i think it is this weekend and ireland versus somebody else um i've gone blank so yeah the uh, european sides are kicking off their rugby world cup campaigns or their warm-ups at least um, this weekend so we'll be talking about that um, as well as every championship and all that kind of stuff as well so join us again tomorrow night at 8 p.m thank you so much for joining me Stephen. no not a problem josh Furno, make your mind up you're either playing otago or you're playing wellington <laughs> <laughs> sure that's yeah players do move around a little bit more than they used to but it's still not quite as bad as football is it where you um having transfers all the time so thank you everyone who's joined us uh, thanks everyone in the chat um, God Goku, um, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Eden Park is not the best hands there. <laughs> yeah. Eden Park, I look, I support the Blues, I support Auckland, um, I lived up in Auckland, but Eden Park is not a good ground, I'm sorry. Um, thank you, everybody, and uh, catch you all tomorrow night. <laughs>